There's a whole world of success waiting for you, success in any area that matters to you. Whatever you desire to create for yourself, the universe says yes. And if you're tuning into this show, you're likely ready to drop the outdated model of struggle and sacrifice. This is the time to attract your success. And I want to reveal a methodology of attraction different from anything you've seen before in a free masterclass, The Energetics of success. This 90-minute class can change everything for you. Register for free at andrewdonovan.com forward slash success or click the link in the podcast show notes. The thing that you have to account for is the fact that the universe has already lined up a path of least resistance to get you from where you are now to where you want to go. This is the moment where all your power is. It's the springboard into everything that's possible for you. What can you create when you live your soul truth and flow with the well-being of the universe? Let's get loud about it. I'm Andrew Donovan, international success coach, top 50 podcaster, rebel to limits and norms, and unapologetic conscious creator of love, prosperity, and fun. I'm here to spotlight how you can live your whole truth as you create your masterpiece life, to call you out on your bullshit when you start arguing for your limitations, and to remind you that no matter what you desire, the universe says yes. There's a difference between taking action in order to achieve a desire versus becoming the person who has the desire. That's what this episode is all about. Welcome to Become the Outcome, Not How It Must Happen. You see, it's not your job to figure out how you want the things that you want to happen. And that's the tendency that most of us have. You've got this vision, this daydream in your head, whatever you want future self, your future version of you to be enjoying in your lifestyle, your your family, the house you live in, the kind of relationship you're in, the kind of body you have, whatever it is. And immediately the human brain tends to do one of two things. So most people spend their mental energy, their mental time thinking about why they don't or can't have their desires. Think about what I just said and reflect on your own life. Most people walk around the world when they're driving their car, they're brushing their teeth, they're mowing the lawn. They're thinking about why they don't have or why they can't have what they really want. And some people, less people, spend their mental energy thinking about what they think they need to do in order to get it. So generally speaking, when you walk into a bar, (laughs) two people walk into a bar, and you ask somebody, the friend that you're meeting up with, how things are going, they'll tell you, oh, it's really good, but then they'll tell you what's wrong with work. And when you say, well, have you tried such and such to make it better? Think about the average human being argues for their limitations, right? So they're not even close to becoming the person who's going to attract or manifest the improved reality. They're just going to keep recreating more of the same because they spend their words, they spend their thoughts in an effort to argue for their limitations, thinking about why they can't or why they don't have what they want. Now, sometimes you'll meet someone that we socially will call an achiever. This is the person who works really hard. This is the person who climbs up the corporate ladder, the person who earns all the trophies in high school, and this is the person who sees a desire. Maybe they see the obstacles, and they spend their mental thought time thinking about what action they could take in order to move from where they are 
to their desire. Now, this is obviously a big improvement from the first person at the bar because this person's not arguing for their limitation, but they're not doing what they're not they're not on the most energy efficient journey to their desires. And that's really what I want to discuss with you in this episode. This idea of becoming the outcome versus endeavoring versus efforting in order to make it happen. And and, and of course, as a physical being living in a physical plane, the human tendency is naturally to think about how you think things could happen. Because, well, one plus one doesn't equal seven, right? And so if you want seven, then you've got to figure out how to make your life add up to seven. Seven, of course, being a, a number representing whatever desires matter to you. And so the thing that you have to account for is the fact that the universe has already lined up a path of least resistance to get you from where you are now to where you want to go. So let's talk about what this path of least resistance is. The path of least resistance is what it sounds like. You could call it the most inspired path forward, but it's not the right path. There's no right or wrong here. There is a least resistant path. You sitting wherever you are in this moment, you look at the clothes you're wearing, look at what your body looks like, maybe what you're eating, whatever you're doing in this moment, you are where you are right now. And inside your head is a bunch of paradigm, right? We could call it a bunch of beliefs, different systems of thought, things that you use to perceive your life as it is and where it could go. And in all of that paradigm and all those beliefs and all that thought, you've got a kind of a mixed bag, right? All of us do. And so you believe some things that are probably really serving, some things that are more in alignment with universal wisdom, universal love. And then you probably believe some things that are more ego-oriented, things that you've believed in order to protect yourself, in order to explain sometimes the unfathomable, the injustices of your life, of the world. And so the path of least resistant to take you from where you are now to where you want to go has to account for all of that. Let's say that you've got $100 in your bank account right now, and the desire is to be someone who has a six-figure annual income. Well, you know, there's probably a number of steps between here and there. And along the way, you're going to be using your beliefs, your, you know, your positive beliefs and your limiting beliefs to justify things, to judge things, to decide how you're going to act on the journey to your six-figure income lifestyle. Is this making sense to you? So the path of least resistance is this. At a soul level, your soul self, your your higher self, your inner beingness your your soul your whole self knows what the limits are what the obstacles are in your way basically and it's kind of a heavy way to say oh i've got to go heal all my past trauma i've got to dismantle all my limiting beliefs usually people who take that approach end up creating more resistance for themselves i'm not advocating for no healing journeys that's not what i'm saying i'm saying that that the effort of of trying to get rid of all negative energy and all negative limiting beliefs is a really clunky way of going about it. It's definitely the harder way of going about it. At a soul level, that place where you are divinity unfolding, where you are universal wisdom expressing itself in physical form, at that level, you know the most least resistant, the most inspired path forward, the path 
into what you're meant to become, what you desire to become, because you get to choose, right? And so when you follow the least resistant path forward, it accounts for any obstacles, any limiting beliefs in your way, any family histories or generational patterns or past trauma that you may have brought with you. And that's why I say it's not good, bad, right or wrong. It's just least resistant. And so least resistant is wonderful because it's never going to be no resistant. That just doesn't make sense. You live in a physical experience where, I mean, Push against the floor beneath your feet right now, right? Do you feel the resistance there? Resistance is just part of this physical format. So least resistant, that's when it starts to feel really good, right? You're lightweight, your heart's light, your thoughts are light. It's less resistant. Now, the thing about the path of least resistance is you might be wondering, how do you know when you're on the path of least resistance? Well, when you're following positive impulses, that's how you know. Positive impulses, I've said this in previous episodes, they don't always make logical sense, but they feel like positivity. They feel like a positive impulse forward. Like maybe you feel a positive impulse to take a nap. Not not a nap because you hate today or because your coworkers were awful or because your boss yelled at you, but in a state of flow. You got up in the morning, you calibrated your energy, you meditated, you tuned your thoughts to something that feels really nice, and that's the tone of your day. So you go about your day. You drive to work, traffic's pretty flowy, you enjoy that, you appreciate it, you have some good interactions with your customers, your coworkers, whoever you you know interact with at work, and then in the afternoon, you come home and you think, ah, this is a pretty good day, and it just dawns on you that it would be nice to have a 25-minute little power nap, right? Cat nap, right? And it's a positive feeling impulse. That, my friend, is a step on your path of least resistance, the positive impulses, they, they could just be anything, you know, an impulse to call this friend, to write a, a, a DM to this person to that you don't even know, whatever it is. Positive impulses feel positive. They feel positive. That's the operative word. They feel positive. Not logically, it's the thing you should do, or logically, it's your duty, or logically, it's your responsibility, or logically, it's what the guru told you you have to do, or the motivational speaker told you you must be doing. That's what most people confuse positive impulses with. They think, oh, I read the book that says I have to do these 13 habits, therefore, that's my impulse. I I really have to, I really should be doing these things. Notice the energy in what I just said. It's not positive at all. It's guilty. It's determined in a way that is really bogged down, right? There's a lot of weight in that energy. A positive impulse is lighthearted. It's it's light feeling thoughts. They feel thoughts that feel lightweight. You can tell it's a positive impulse if it feels positive, not if you think it's positive. Do you understand the difference there? So when you feel these positive impulses, that's when you know you're following your path of least resistance forward. And you receive the positive impulses when you let yourself feel good unconditionally. Okay? So unconditional means you don't require external conditions to be a certain way in order for you to feel good. It's literally releasing your codependent, your previously codependent relationship with your life, right? When people say, I need my life to change in order for me to feel better, they're gonna they're gonna have a rough journey ahead. It's super codependent because it says, I am a conditional person. I require the conditions of my life to be such in order for me to feel good. And so then they don't feel good because life doesn't change exactly the way they want them to. And because they don't feel good, Law of Attraction says, you don't feel good, here's more stuff to not feel good about, right? So they're so far, they're eons away from receiving 
the positive impulses that would take them on their path of least resistance forward. And you're getting the picture here, right? The alternative is so much nicer. You say, you know, I know that life works out for me when I tap into the internal, unconditional feeling of feeling good, right? I, when I allow myself to go into my inner space and say, what feels good inside? What, what does feeling good on the inside? What's that like? And, that, and it, you don't require conditions to be any certain way. You, this is why I say, start your morning with a 15-minute meditation. Once you've cleared the slate blank, it's a blank space, then you say, okay, let's tune into something that feels good something that feels like satisfaction internally, something that feels, you, you get the picture, you calibrate internally into a good feeling energy. That's unconditional living. And without any external condition changing, you have changed your internal state. Now, this is where the ego mind says, but hold on, work still sucks, or you're still fat, or you still have no sex with your spouse, or your kids are still little shits, or whatever, right? But Hold on, ego mind. Pause for just a second. <laughs> this is this is great news. What you've done here, you've calibrated your internal state unconditionally because you're allowing yourself to feel good, regardless of external conditions. You are now in a space to start receiving those positive impulses that will take you forward on your path of least resistance to where you want to go. So, in doing this practice, when you allow yourself to feel good unconditionally. You get what you want, and you feel good in the process. I mean, is that a consolation prize or what, right? It's a pretty good prize. You get everything. You win on all fronts. There's no sacrifice here. That's why I say sacrifice is a flawed premise, because what we've just talked about, you feel good in the process, and you get what you desire. There was no sacrifice, because it's not a real rule. There's no law of sacrifice. There's only a flawed premise of sacrifice. You following me so far? My friend, there is no exception to the truth, ask and it is given. I say this over and over again. There's a reason why almost basically all world sacred spiritual texts have some version of ask and it is given. It's because in alignment, inspired, in intuitive, in intuition teachers over the ages have known this truth. You ask and the universe says yes. That's why I named this show. The universe says yes. Because when you ask, the answer is given. When you ask, the path of least resistance is immediately lined up by universal intelligence, which is you expressing itself in physical form. You just want to sync up with the steps on that path. You just want to sync up with the, with, the, with the plan laid out by universal wisdom. You're not separate from it. You just, you just create the illusion of separation when you let yourself get all tangled up in resistant thought and, and messy thought. Does that make sense to you? So, so to bring this home, here is how you become the person who has your desire. You get the idea that, that you know, one way to go about it, the, the two ways I explain, explain at the beginning of this episode is person one just argues for the, their limitation. They talk about why they can't or don't have what they want, so they're not going to get it, right? Person number two says, I want what I want. There's a bunch of stuff in the way, and I'm going to have to work pretty hard. I'm going to hit the ground running and go to work to get what I want. They'll get there. Good for them. Good for their ambition. It's just not the most energy efficient way and frequently not the most joyful way of going about it. Person number three, you, says, I'm going to accept that action is part of this reality, but I'm not going to take action as my first way of getting what I want. I'm going to focus on becoming the person who has my desire. 
by tapping into the energy of the outcome. Here's what you do. Ask things like, what feelings does that future version of me feel? So you've got the outcome, right? Maybe the outcome, whatever the outcome is, think about your outcome, the, the thing that you want, the desire you want. What does future you feel like having that outcome? What details about that outcome matter? Not how could it happen? Don't go there. That's the trick with the ego brain, okay? Don't start thinking how many hours a week do I need to work or what Netflix shows do I need to sacrifice? Don't think about how it can happen. Don't don't go over the state of the economy or the the state of your relationship and think, is it practical? Is it realistic? Don't go there. Let the universe line up the details. You focus on the details that do matter to you right? Like the, the details that are nice to think about, the details that, that excite you, the details that feel satisfying to think about. And then the third question is, why do you want the outcome? You know, why, why does it matter to you? And, and not from a place of justification. Don't say, because I've, I've sacrificed all these years or because, because my sister has it and I deserve it too. Not from justification, not from blame, not from any of those resistant energies, okay? From a space of why is it satisfying to you, right? Why do you want that improved relationship? Why do you want that that fit chiseled body? Why do you want that lush bank account? Why does it matter to you? Okay, from a space of feeling satisfied, answer those questions. My friend, to recap, what feelings does that future version of you feel? What details about the outcome matter to you? And why? Why do you want that outcome? And if you can answer those questions, if you can think about those questions in a space of feeling satisfied, well, now you are off to the races. Enjoy this practice. Let me know. DM me. uh, Drop a comment on my social media and let me know how this is serving you. Thanks for tuning in. If you found something valuable in this episode or if you're loving the show in general, it goes a long way when you leave a rating and review. If you'd scroll down and drop five stars and just jot down something that you liked in this episode or what you're loving about the show in general, it helps us get this content into the hands of more soulful creators like you. So many thanks for leaving your rating and review and for sharing episodes you like with the people who matter to you. Thanks for tuning in. If you found something valuable in this episode or if you're loving the show in general, it goes a long way when you leave a rating and review. If you'd scroll down and drop five stars and just jot down something you liked in this episode or what you're loving about the show itself, it helps us get this content into the hands of more soulful creators like you. And if your impulse is telling you that it's time to move forward in your ability to consciously create a life that lights you up, a life you can truly lean into and love, then I want to invite you to register for the Conscious Creation 3-Day Workshop. This workshop will shift your energetic trajectory and clean up your point of attraction in unique and powerful ways. There are also bonus modules to help you focus your energy in areas like love, money and career, time and health. Register for this transformative experience at andrewdonovan.com forward slash conscious creation or go to the link in the show notes.